0: Stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays twelve thirty to three seven seventy CHQR.
1: You get any uh, civil engineers out there? Now, I'm not a civil engineer myself. There's a website called AboutCivil.org. If you want to learn about civil engineering, there's something called curvature and refla- refraction. And I guess if you want to be a civil engineer, you'd better know about this stuff. You see, the curvature of the Earth is a factor. The Earth appears to fall away with distance. The curved shape of the Earth means that the level surface through the telescope will depart from the horizontal plane through the telescope as the line of sight proceeds to the horizon. And this effect makes actual level rod readings too large by some weird math thing. Uh, The point is that the Earth does curve because the Earth is round. And we know that. Or, we think we do, (laughs) there seem to be a lot of people still to this day that don't believe the Earth is round. And that's just one example of a a zillion things you can point to, to say, well, hang on a second, here's how we know the Earth is round. Which I guess is what makes this not just kind of pseudoscience, but more of a conspiracy theory. Because, you see, the civil engineers, well, they must be in on it. The people who launch satellites, must be in on it. People who study the magnetic field of the Earth... Must be in on it. And on and on it goes. Not to mention the astronomers, NASA, everybody else. So it does seem very strange. Yet it is, for whatever reason, a a thriving movement these days. And it's the subject of a new film that is uh, screening this weekend at the Calgary International Film Festival. This Saturday, 205 at Eau Claire. And again, the following Saturday, September 29th, 340 at Eau Claire. It's called Behind the Curve. You can read more at BehindTheCurveFilm.com. Joining us on the line is the director of Behind the Curve, Daniel J. Clark. Daniel, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program.
0: Hello, thanks for having me.
1: Um, First of all, why did you decide that this was something you wanted to explore in in the form of a a documentary film?
0: Uh, Well, uh, I've worked in documentaries for a while as an editor and shooter, and uh, me and my producing partner, Nick Andert, were looking for something. That interested us and that we thought was a good subject for a documentary and one day uh he was on reddit and came across some earth conversations and you know a lot of times we see this stuff and we think maybe it's trolls or maybe it's just you know people having fun or making a joke but we looked into it a little bit and it turned out it was very real and we said you know this would be an interesting subject and then after exploring a little bit more and talking to Mark Sargent, who ended up being one of the main characters in our film, we realized this was definitely something we could pursue. And it was going to be interesting and something above just the novelty of, look, well, these people think the Earth is flat, um, there's a lot more to it than just that.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, it's a perspective that's been around literally for, for thousands of years. I mean, what, what's different about a flat earther in 2018 versus a, a flat earther, you know, 500 years ago?
0: Um, I think uh, if if I had to put my finger on it, I think it would be that flat earthers now it's it's a conspiracy rather than just what people think to be true. Yeah. Because um, now there's you know there's NASA, there's satellites, there're telephones, um, you know, lots of ways to measure, and you know we know a lot about the stars now. We knew a lot back then, but we know a lot now too. And so you have to see all that as a lie. And a conspiracy to perpetuate that lie in the modern era, whereas before I think it was just maybe that's all some people knew or just seemed to make more sense of the Earth was flat than uh, a globe flowing through space. Right. And, and I, mean, I think you know, that's a big difference. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's, it's kind of the interesting point to all of this is there's a lot of conspiracy theories that are not really falsifiable you can't really disprove them because they're, mm-hmm. they're so nebulous this one seems to be that that it's it's something that we can objectively measure and we've been doing for a very long time so that that's what's i think surprised a lot of people is that even today in the face of everything that there are still people who believe this
0: well i'm going to use the word falsifiable because it is very falsifiable um given that you accept the evidence that's provided and that's the key is that you know if, if and and you see a lot of this in American media with the fake news claims um, there's really no way to prove that something isn't fake because the evidence is the thing itself so if you have a picture from NASA of the earth and people say oh that's faked there's no way to necessarily prove it's not because the people you have to trust that it's not fake are the people who you're saying faked it so it's this cycle and it's kind of this never-ending search for what evidence would you actually believe and i think to a lot of flat earthers there's really no evidence that you could show them that they would believe um,
1: well yeah and i mean it's true that that i i can't look at the earth i can't take a picture of the earth uh and and Mm -hmm. the vast majority of people can't either but we can look at the moon i mean if we have a telescope we can look at other planets do do they do flat earthers believe that it's only Earth? That's flat? Uh, uh,
0: that's a very fair question. Um, and, and there's a lot of different um, theories and models in the flat Earth community. Uh, so there, there is a prominent model that Mark Sargent, uh, the guy we followed, really adheres to, which is that we're kind of in a Truman Show-type dome where the, the roof is not a sky, but rather it's like a planetarium. You know, it's all projections, and, and he likens it to... You know we have 8K monitors now in just our living rooms. What's to say that some higher technology from a, a superior being can't fool us into thinking that the sky is the sky rather than just a, a video projection? So, you know there is the, there is then the question of well whoever the power is that is in charge or making us or, or, or who created this for us at least wants to, wants us to think we're on a globe you know it seems like that is where it's at but there are also people who think that sometimes yeah the the sun and the moon are uh they let, emit their own light and they're in the sky but they're not as far up as they think we are and uh so yeah there's a lot of different conflicting models i would say
1: What's interesting about this approach, and, and I mean, this isn't a film that, that, you know, holds these people up for mockery and a ha-ha, look at these crazy people. I mean, you, you, you seem genuinely like you're trying to, to understand them.
0: Well, I think that's really important is because, you know, we, we took flat eartherism, if, if you want to call it that, as a really, really um, a hardcore example of some belief that almost every person doesn't have. And try to turn that into a moment of self-reflection maybe on beliefs that other people have that maybe aren't so extreme and maybe aren't so, you know, different from the mainstream, but people hold very true to them. So political ideals, religious ideals, you know, things that people really hold close to them. And I think the, the really big thing we wanted to show is that these are also just regular people. They get up, they have mothers who make dinner for them, uh, you know, they have jobs they have to go to, um, but they have this really strong belief that you can't shake them of. And I think mocking them doesn't really do anything. Maybe it makes you feel good for a second, but, yeah. you know, it, it, it doesn't do anything to bridge that gap or to see from their perspective maybe, you know, wh- why this is important to them. And so it would have been easy yeah, to make a, a movie making fun of them, but that's pretty much what every media piece does, and we didn't really want to do that. We thought it was more important to show that these are human beings and to try to understand why people believe this rather than what the specifics are that they believe.
1: Do you have your own sense of what the breakdown is amongst believers, those who are true believers who can never be convinced otherwise, and and those who who maybe could?
0: I think it would be really tough to to give numbers or percentages on that. Um, I would say that time will tell. Because, you know, this movement is fairly young. I think it's less than four years old at this point, the modern movement, at least. And I think a lot of that has to do with YouTube creation and, you know, the accessibility to Facebook. And a lot of that is kind of the perfect storm of people being able to confirm their beliefs and, you know, find the evidence that they want to confirm their beliefs. Um, but you know the prominent figures very much believe and it's very difficult to even imagine that there is something that they could see or find that would turn them away from it because they found this sense of community they found this sense of you know purpose and it's i'm not trying to say that you know their lives were incomplete beforehand because that's a lot of times not true they just really became interested in this and it became their life's work or you know a big part
1: of who they are Right. And there's always a debate around these kinds of theories about whether it matters. I mean, you know, the anti-vaxxers, that's a little different, right? We're getting into two issues of, of health care and, and disease. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at one level, you could argue that, that the flat earthers are relatively harmless. I mean, if people are, are mm-hmm. buying into anti-scientific views, that, that could have you a know, broader concerning impact. But where do you come down on that? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think, yeah, it's very easy. To, I think that's a lot of the reason also why we wanted to make a movie about the people, because it's not... It is easy to just say, well, well you know, it's it, it's up to them to believe what they want. And I think the same can be said about politics or religion. You know, a lot of times it's it's up to you to believe what you want about it. But it's when the culture itself is able to just deny or believe that there's some sort of conspiracy, worldwide conspiracy, that, that's perpetuating this globe earth that um, – I think we start getting into a problem area there where it opens up the door for other more extreme beliefs. And you see like a lot of, you know, really potentially threatening uh, groups coming out of this, not necessarily flat earths, but if you believe the government's uh, conspiring against people, someone might decide to take action against the government or NASA or some sort of space agency. And I think that becomes potentially dangerous, and I think the the culture of anti-science is also dangerous. And I think, uh, and our movie points this out too, it is up to scientists also to communicate better. Because, you know, there's a lot of hot topics, science out there, especially with health and fitness, that this is a magic cure, or, you know, like this eating chocolate every day will be... Is the best thing you can do when, when then a month later or a year later comes out that it's the worst thing you could do. Right. So I think a lot of that is, uh, is the problem that people don't trust science because it keeps going back and forth. And what people need to probably better understand is that science is fluid because every answer we get just leaves more questions.
1: Yeah, well said. Uh, The film is called Behind the Curve. uh, Much more at BehindTheCurveFilm.com, and it screens this Saturday. uh, Also next Saturday, the 29th at the Calgary International Film Festival. More details at CalgaryFilm.com. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us here today. really appreciate this.
0: Thank you very much for
1: having me. Appreciate it. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.